Living with chronic pain can often be an isolating journey, but research consistently highlights the transformative power of community in improving the quality of life for those facing chronic pain. The latest studies underscore the vital role that a culture of safety and connectedness plays in positively influencing the lived experience of chronic pain. By fostering a supportive community, we not only share the weight of our individual struggles, but also amplify our collective strength. The sense of belonging and understanding within a community can significantly reduce feelings of isolation, anxiety, and depression associated with chronic pain. So we got to work. We've created a unique online free community for those who live with chronic pain. Creating a culture of safety within this community is paramount. It provides a space where individuals can openly express their challenges, triumphs, and vulnerabilities without judgment. This culture of safety becomes a foundation for trust, empathy, and collaboration, essential elements in navigating the complexities of chronic pain. In today's conversation, I bring to the table three of my amazing ambassadors from within the Change Pain Academy to explore what this culture actually looks like and feels like. And in this episode, we get to dive into what do our values look like as a community? How do we maintain a safe space for all? And how do we truly show up? So thank you for being here and listening into our conversation. And a big thank you to our three ambassadors, Michelle Young, Barb Thornton, and Teresa D'Souza. And so it's important for us today to be working together because there is that opportunity for real diversity, like lots of different people with different pain experiences, lots of different people coming in with pain, different pain stories, different cultures coming in, different voices to the table. So for us doing a little bit of work up front to make sure that we are creating this really safe, uh, engaging environment, I think is really important. And how cool that we can do it together to really set up the fundamentals for this space. So the first thing we're going to talk about is, again, we're kind of creating our own space. I really want Barb to kind of just start off the process with where it's coming from. Barb is also very much a part of this. So I would love for you to hear in her words, what this community or came from or where, you know, where it's going. Take it away, Barb. Okay. <laughs> so about uh, 20 years ago, when I first, uh, a little more than 20 years, actually, when I first started um, living with pain, I was uh, single, I divorced, and um, fighting through the everyday life of pain with no guidance. So I don't mean this test or that x-ray or this medication. I mean, how can I go on vacation? How can I get my yard work done without being in bed for a month? How can I have meals that are going to taste good when I feel awful that I don't have to cook when I feel awful? A million things that we, how can I make myself comfortable to go out to play cards or to just everyday life things? And what do I do when I get turned down for disability? What's my next step? How, um, all of those life things 
that a doctor just can't tell you. They don't know. They don't live with it. So I'm a I'm a random note keeper. I could show you a hundred on my desk right now. When I figured something out, like okay, when I go out, I need to have a little bit bigger purse, and I need to take a cold pack that I can snap. I need to take, uh, you know, like all of those things that I figured out as I went along. I wrote them down on random pieces of paper, always intending to do something with them one day and I had boxes of random pieces of paper and and I guess it was more a story of how I turned from a victim of pain into a warrior with pain and warrior doesn't mean that you're always fighting Mm -hmm. but warrior means you're always prepared to if you need to Mm -hmm. you have the skills that you need to call on when you need them. So I came across this word, um, kutch, which sounds kind of silly and (laughs) it's not a soft and cushy kind of word, but the meaning of the word is quite incredible. There is no English word that means the same as kutch means. It's a Welsh word and it means basically a very special safe, warm hug, or a private, all your own, safe, warm, comforting place that's just yours. And I thought, you know what, that's what every warrior needs is they need that safe hug when they need that safe hug. Mm -hmm. They need that private spot where there's no judgment, there's no pressure, there's no nothing when they need that spot. So I, the, the name stuck in my head all the way, like 25 years now. And when Dina and I met and she started telling me what she was doing, she said the piece she was missing was sort of the social aspect, the, the, all of the things I was just talking about. And I said, well, how about Kutch? And she went, huh? Anyway, <laughs> then we started talking about it and, um, I do have a website. I haven't worked on it for a long time, but there is a, um, I have written what Kutch means and how I see it applying to people who live with chronic pain. So that's how Kutch came to be. Mm-hmm. It just matched with what yeah. Dina was trying to do and we took it from there. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, the name says it all. It's, mm-hmm. it's once you know what it means, and that's why we start off with this, it is mm-hmm. such an important space. And and really, it's kind of the launch pad to everything else, because it is really hard to come by. Um, you know, if you're on social media, you know all about this. It's really hard to come by a space that is not about complaining about the pain, you know, just wallowing in the pain. It's sometimes we have to do that for sure. But it's not all about that, right? It's, it's really tapping into the science of connections. Um, and so we're going to use as many of those principles and we're going to weave them into what we're doing here in community without even knowing we're putting all the science behind it, right? It's just going to be easy and fun and and connected and all those things. Thank you, Barb. I, I love and will always love the name. I think it's just perfect. So part of the reason, uh, sort of on the tech side of things, why we're creating our own space as opposed to doing this on Facebook, (laughs) Mm. 
the algorithms for Facebook lives off of drama. And it's been proven time and time again, the posts that will get the most amount of reactions, obviously, and then the people will see most or will get pinned up to the top of the conversation by Facebook are the ones that are sort of drama creating. You know, if we know the science of pain and and how the brain works with pain, if you keep getting these messages, these, these supercharged messages, right, your poor brain is not able to get to a safe space. And so we are creating this unique space where it is not like Facebook and it's not about drama. It's not about algorithms. It's really just an online space for us to be able to connect, hang out. The most important part about having our own little community space is kind of establishing what the purpose is. So I'm going to just spew out to you some of the things that I'm thinking, and then I'm going to open it up to you guys so you can also help contribute as to what you think it could also be as well. I mean, and when I say what it could be, we're just looking at sort of high level. We are bringing people together who share the same experience. We are helping to bust apart this epidemic of loneliness because pain is very isolating, as you already know, especially coming out of the pandemic. I do believe that community is part of the recovery formula. So things that we know based on research are things like creating meaningful connections, feeling like you're being heard, helping others. So this reciprocity where, you know, you are in a group and you're helping others perhaps with comfort or suggestions or not, you know, even just being there in the presence of each other, um, engaging in live uh, conversations uh, are really impactful. A sense of belonging, a sense of purpose in helping others, a sense of connectedness that we are, again, living the same experience and we're not alone. And this is the nerdy gal coming out, but we are connecting our nervous systems together. And when it comes to pain, we know that that connectedness, that we call it co-regulating together, it happens without even knowing it, is a really powerful part of the recovery process. It also gives us something to look forward to. So we're going to have regular sessions where we can, as a group, come together and have, hopefully, that's my hope, you know, some fun hanging out together. And it's also an opportunity to bring your voice to the table. So what I do as a coach, oftentimes, as far as the content that I put out in the world is often, you know, me talking, you guys listening, and it gets a bit boring, right? And mm -hmm. so this way, it's not about me, it's about you guys. It's about you guys coming together, having these great conversations, connecting, meeting other people, laughing, sharing stories, you know, all that stuff. Okay, so that's sort of my big vision of this purpose. I'm going to bring it back to you guys. And, um, you know, I would love to hear your input. Is there anything we've missed? Is there anything else that you think is an important part of this community? I think education. Like, education? Okay. Because I think we learn from other people's experiences. True. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I was thinking like tools, like um, Barb was saying, having those tools available to us when we are feeling a certain way. Things that people have experienced and have learned. So basically, you know, a lived experience and some people might do something that oh my god I never thought about that mm -hmm. and then we could share and right now like I'm thinking wow she has that in her, in her purse what a smart thing to do let's move on to the next part so this is a really important part because we're going to dive into a little bit about our values as a community because once we are clear on what our group's core values are even a little bit of our own we it helps us to value others and so what we're going to do is I'm going to share our screen here 
And I'm going to put up a list of words. And I want you to take some time and maybe just pull out certain words that you that really resonate with you when it comes to community. If you see a word that you think would be a good one for community, just blurt it out and I'll write them down. Compassion. Dignity. Understanding. Courage. Somebody, courage. Um, I'm going to say safety. Yes, definitely. Wisdom. Wisdom. Wholeheartedness. Inclusion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kindness. Teamwork. Teamwork. Okay. I'm so excited. My eye is twitching. <laughs> did, somebody, did somebody say belonging? I'm not sure. How about, how about uniqueness? Yeah. Trust. Trust. Yeah, I was just thinking honest. Yeah. Okay. Respect. Right. Respect. Yep. I wrote down hope as well. Fairness oh. and equality. Forgiveness. Judgment free. Gratitude. Yeah. I think gratitude, being yeah. grateful is. Yeah. The one thing I want to make sure with this community is that we are, I want to be very mindful that in this community, we are allowing for maybe a little bit of space to talk about, you know, the your pain story. But I also want to make darn sure that we're not allowing that pain story to be your only story. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Where where we're not stuck in story, we are open to move beyond that and share beyond that. And so that's one thing I'm always going to come back to, just to keep us safe and also to allow our brains to move on to new stories. Right. I also think we got to be careful with these words that these are principles, not the goals. Right. So right. like a principle of, uh, let me pick a word, knowledge mm -hmm. is not necessarily a principle, it's a goal, mm. right? Like we want people to gain knowledge from each other, mm -hmm. but we don't want people to think they have to have knowledge to be in this group. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I also want to make sure too that, you know, to allow people to feel comfortable coming in, there's that balance between you know, what our guiding principles are without being guiding principles. I don't, you know, right now, if you guys are in Kutch and you go to the docs section, there is a section on our, I can't even remember what I call it, but sort of our founding principles. And they're pretty heavy. And I don't ever want to scare somebody off because I know that will happen. If I'm saying, don't do this, <laughs> you know, people won't feel comfortable engaging. So we are finding a balance between you know, allowing people to engage and share. Okay. I think that, you know, when I was first diagnosed, which is about half a lifetime, half my lifetime ago, I asked what I could do. I asked the doctors, what could I do for support, for education, et cetera. And they all said, you know, there are support groups for fibromyalgia. And for example, and but a lot of them that the doctors had been to or had heard about, yeah. they said people left feeling worse yes. than when they arrived because victims, people were, the victim mentality right. was a big part, a big part of the, the yeah. participants. Right. And so then, then you get an impression or I 
would get an impression that trying to find an answer was futile. Mm-hmm. What a great and, place to start from. Huh? <laughs> it becomes almost like, um, like, uh, sorry to use the word, but a bitch session so that you're exactly just like, Right. And you're not getting anything positive. You're still staying right. in that negative state, right? Right. And, and, and that is where we, and I yeah. might be leaning into you ladies a little bit as well when we get into this community space, is you're going to help me uh, as we lead others through this to to keep that safe space. You know, um, mm. we'll, we'll make sure that each, everybody coming in understands that they are very much a part of that conversation and that accountability to not slide into that victimization constantly right mm-hmm. to 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 really allow for a safe space so mm-hmm. we are definitely not wanting to be that support group that's why i'm not calling a support group because they traditionally mm-hmm. are just rehashing mm-hmm. all the difficult parts of life and so we are so much more than that I'm going to say to you, how are we going to show up? So when I say, how are we going to show up? Or this is how we're going to show up. And we're thinking about community. What comes to your mind? And I'm going to go around the room. So I'm going to start with you, Michelle. When I say, this is how we're going to show up. What comes to your mind? I I think compassion comes to mind. And and respect. Okay, sounds good. I was I so I'll go. I was thinking. Okay. I don't know. I was thinking authentically. Authentic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, integrity. I guess. Barbara, mm. what's the first things that are coming to your? <laughs> okay, I'm the weird one here. <laughs> Bring it on. The first- the first thing that came to mind was with clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your sense of humor. At least at the top part. <laughs> yeah. The second one was frequently. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the third one was not just to listen, but to hear. Uh-huh. Yeah. We've got a kind of a combination of sort of how we show up emotionally, but also how we show up and how we engage with others, you know, with compassion regularly, with reciprocity, you know, where it's not just about us, it's about others as well. I am keeping with clothes on because <laughs> it's just damn funny. <laughs> We're going to cry, right? It's so important. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And that's part of the thing we want to bring to this community too, is like a little bit of levity you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that should be on the list i think humor like humor it. okay humor yep and barb yes part of that the clothes we have mm-hmm. to attend with does that include we have to have our bells on 
<laughs> I'm writing it down. Bells Rings on. on your fingers and bells on your toes. <laughs> the other thing too, just as far as how we're going to show up is, and, and Barb mentioned it, but just as far as frequently, I really want to encourage people to, you know, check in on a daily basis. You know, there's going to be people who will feel more comfortable engaging and those who don't, and that's okay because it's, you know, it's based on what your needs are. You'll take from it what you need, but at the same time, it's, it's, we're here to help encourage connections. And so hopefully, you know, showing up regularly, uh, engaging, asking questions, offering kind comments back to other people, cheering people on from the sidelines, you know, really creating that healthy space. Sorry, as, as you were talking and saying all that, the yep. word that came to mind was accountability. Now, accountability to others and to ourselves, right? And to our absolutely young. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I love it. From another uh, group that I've belonged to over the years, um, not about pain, but what, and you said something about take what you want. Yes. Like in terms of out of, and another group uses that, but they say, take what you want and leave the rest. Yeah. So in other words, yeah. rather than be overwhelmed by all the yes. information or whatever. Yeah. You leave what's yeah. not so, what's not vital to you. Second statement, how are we going to protect others and ourselves? Within the confines of the meeting, the group, what people are saying. Yeah, inside the community. And it's, yeah. What happens I, in Kutch stays in Kutch. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think, I think uh, the first word that came to my mind was respectful confidentiality confidentiality yep yeah yeah that's important yep respectful Still. no judgment no judgment okay Undone. yeah one thing that i really want to also make clear is that because we are likely going to have a very diverse group of people uh we need to be also respectful of of their experience of their cultural background without judgment which is going to really challenge us in a very healthy way as leaders of the community there's some great techniques out there and i'm going to try to lead with these as best as i can so for example you know if we are in a live session or there is also the option inside of kutch to have these live chat rooms you know if you're in there and it starts to get a little charged it might be an opportunity to say, hey, I understand, you know, sort of acknowledge it. I understand that you're feeling a little emotional right now about this. Let's take a moment or let's acknowledge that I, I understand that you're feeling charged right now. But this is what we're talking about. Or do we need to just take a moment and address how you're feeling? I think mindful is so important because a lot of people just spit out words mm -hmm. and don't think about how it's going to affect someone else. Yes. So you're talking about mindful of what you're saying. Is yes, that what you're yes, yes. Okay. There will be situations, conversations, words that may be triggering. And so, and also mm -hmm. most importantly, that story. If people are going back into their pain story over and over again, it's Never going to it. likely trigger others. I had a couple of thoughts over the last few minutes. And one is um, a group that I attended for many years had a policy that of no crosstalk, mm. just that term, which eliminates that competitiveness. Mm -hmm. that, you know, like a one-upsmanship. Yeah. Because that defeats the whole purpose and it creates bad feelings in what's supposed to be a warm, yeah. inviting environment. 
nobody's pain is any worse than anybody else's. It's just different. So it's it's unique, right? Because it's yeah. only for you. There's there's the mind body connection, right? Well, I mean, oh, definitely, yeah. And that's part of why everybody's experience is their own. So something that might be upsetting to you is not upsetting to me, right? So, and I think I think the other thing is non-judgment. Like Barb brought that up a lot, and I think yeah. That's yeah. such an important thing. How about like when we communicate and stuff, should we like maybe ask the person, can I give you some advice on that? Are we allowed to give advice? I don't think so, right? That's a good question. Because some people will be wanting and open to advice and some people won't. I love exactly. the fact that you're asking about it first. It's the same thing mm-hmm. as if you had a tough day and you really wanted to talk to someone, you need to mm-hmm. almost ask that person first. Yeah. Hey, like, do what you do you need? need? What do you yeah. need? Do you need me to feeling- just yeah. Do you need me to just listen to you? Do you need yeah, me to say yeah, something to you? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what do you so, need? Yeah. So yes, asking I think is probably the most important thing up front. Are you are you looking for advice? Um, but the also thing I want to make sure is that we just have to be careful because that can be a bit of a rabbit hole to go down to because mm-hmm. we all are going to be offering stuff because we you know everyone has their own experience, uh, knowing that it will work for some and not for others. Like instead of saying, would you? like some advice, maybe, can I share my experience? Can I share my thoughts with you mm. on that? Context matters when it comes to pain. And because everyone's context is different, it's going to affect them in different ways. Uh, and words do matter. So we're just going to be thoughtful. I also think too, asking them them questions too, like how did, how did that make you feel? Yeah. How did you cope with that? How, how did you talk yourself off the ledge? Asking them questions makes them feel validated. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and much better than offering advice. You know, the skeleton of this whole program and everything that I lean into going forward is going to be, I mean, as a coach, it's always about the questions. As a community, there will be each month, there will be a theme. And then on a regular basis, I'm hoping daily or other every other day where we'll have questions, we'll do polls thought-provoking questions. And so not only can we do questions inside the community just through a little poll through text, but when we get together and do our live facilitated sessions, we'll ask a question, for example, the mindfulness question, what does it mean to you? What does it bring up for you? We'll get to connect over it. Like we'll talk about it yeah. as a group and we'll come back together and we'll talk about it further. The word that came to my mind when Michelle was speaking was awareness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So awareness. Yeah, absolutely. Like, kind of like know what you're going to say, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You're aware of aware of yourself, what you are about to propose, and that actually brings into another point too. You know, what sort of energy are you bringing into the group? Not mm-hmm. as far as a hyperactivity, but what sort of energy are you bringing in? Are you bringing in a really tough emotional space to the community? Or are you bringing in hope or contentment or whatever? Or humor, humor, (laughs) right? It's all about what sort of energy are you bringing in? So that brings in that awareness piece. Once you are aware of it, then Mm. you're going to be a little more selective um, around what you're saying. I think we may have answered this one already in our discussion, but just for the sake of funsies, we're going to do it anyway. (laughs) The, The statement is, how are we going to do things differently? Differently from what? You know, what's out there currently, how it's being done, how are we going to do things differently? Hope came to my mind. Uh I hope. What do you mean by that? I mean, 
you're not alone in how you're feeling on any given pain topic. So the loneliness, the frustration that you can't do this or that, or um, normalizing the lived experience. Okay. And for hope, let's expand on, on that a little bit. The sense of hope as to how can we live okay. with our pain within a hopeful way, as opposed to like, as opposed to the victim kind of thing, to, to be more hopeful, um, find ways that are going to be more positive. I always think that, well, I know myself and I, my glass is always, you know, half empty, like instead of full, always tend to go to the negative side of things. Mm. And, and so my hope would be that I can see things or learn things from other people in a, a, a more hopeful way. Like, you know, so instead of like working towards living your best life, despite or in spite of yeah. your pain. Yeah. Absolutely. And doing it with safety in mind. You know, I don't think a lot of people tend to think that way. And I really mm -hmm. want to encourage our group to start thinking that way, using those words, creating that safe space so that it can mm -hmm. carry on outside of the group as well. So they can take it into their everyday lives. Finding, finding purpose in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a biggie. That's a biggie. Yeah. Everyone needs purpose, a purpose. Absolutely. Everyone. It's hard to know what 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 do you want your purpose to be. Mm -hmm. That's the question. <laughs> right. And so when we're talking about purpose inside the group, how do you feel people can find a sense of purpose while they're inside the group? Mm -hmm. Sharing right. interests and hobbies. Mm -hmm. Helping others just by being a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Certainly, yeah. again, that reciprocity. And there's so much value to that, just connecting. Helping to change the narrative. Right. That, that's amazing, yeah. Yes, reframing. Awareness. The pins. For anybody listening in who does not know what we're talking about, Barb has created the world's very first chronic pain warrior awareness pin. I do have one last question for you, ladies, as, as our ambassadors to the group. And this was, I'm going off script here a little bit, but I would love to know in your opinion, who this group would be really good for and who it would not be good for. So we're thinking about kind of personas, you know, perhaps where people might be in their lives and their experience with pain. Someone who's not wearing pants. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> pants are okay. Shirts. <laughs> True. No one will know. Anywhere along the path of chronic illness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, chronic would be the word. Yeah. Yep. I'm also thinking in my head, you know, for the who, obviously someone who's feeling lonely, mm -hmm. isolated. I, oh my God, they just read my mind. Ah, the girl. <laughs> I was like, isolated. Yeah. Okay, okay, but the caveat to that is there's lots of people that are feeling lonely and lots of feeling, people feeling isolated that have nothing to do with pain. No, for sure. So it, it's it's a community for chronic pain warriors who okay. are feeling, yeah, no, it's good, good clarification. Um, I also, and this is just the coaching side, but I really also wonder, and I'm just going to put this out for thought, if someone does not believe that a community is really going to be helpful, <laughs> they're just going to stick with their doctor, you know, is that someone that could benefit from something like this? I think yes, but at the same time, would they be convinced to come in? I don't know. Yeah. I think yes, too. Yeah. Okay. For the who, 
someone who is looking to improve their quality of life, even just a titch. Yep. Something about the fact that when you were saying sticking to their doctor and stuff like that, I would, I would, maybe we could would word something that needing more than what the medical, like, like you say that a lot, Dina, in your, in your, um, in your, in your podcast and in your interviews and everything, it's like going beyond the doctor, mm-hmm. like the doctor gives you the medication and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, even, even um, the word that just came to my mind was um, wholeness, wholeness, like, wholeness, like holistically, like your brain and your, and your body all connect. Like it's yeah. all, I can't remember. I can't think of the word. Yeah. You know, the mind, body, soul. Yeah. Thing? yeah. Person-centered. What about taking back some control? Better conversations with your doctor? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What about people who want to find better ways to navigate life with chronic pain? People who feel misunderstood or judged by family and friends. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God. That's the best one. Yeah. Like, I lost friends from being sick. Of course, yeah, of course, of course. They didn't understand, yeah. you know, and like, I want the old Teresa back. What the fuck? So oh, we're keeping it real. Okay. I think people would appreciate learning about options and alternatives Yeah. that they may not have run across. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, ladies, thank you so very much for being here, for adding to our conversation around community and culture. I couldn't have done this without you. Thanks again for listening in to our conversation today. If you are interested in learning more or becoming a part of our free community, affectionately known as Kutch, you can find the information in the show notes of this podcast. You can also head to our website at pain2possibilities.com. That's pain2possibilities.com, where you'll find the free community link up in the menu bar to your top right-hand corner. Thanks again for being a part of our little show and we'll talk to you soon.